No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. And we uh, are in a season of uh, elections and holidays and uh, the only one that's going anywhere near normal is the holiday season it is uh, it has been a great honor for me to uh to 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 have uh, uh my, my family to be fairly intact and everybody's happy and close together and we got together and we had a good time. I hope everyone else yeah. had the same yeah. happiness for this holiday season. I suggest that you oh, yeah. enjoy it and savor it because it may be the last one with this kind of tranquility because uh, we we have a looming strike in, coming up. Yeah, We have a possibility yeah. of a cold cold winter this year because of bumbling and fumbling from the politicians and the mm. just misinformed in Washington DC we may have the the worst aftermath of beautiful holiday season that we've ever seen in this country now, i say to you why on earth would anybody believe anything that the, these politicians, especially from the Democrat side, have to say about anything that concerns your health and well-being? I just don't understand it. But maybe you, Bruce, maybe you can give some insight into why it is that well, uh, we keep having elections that are decided on one issue, and that is what favors can come out of the Democrat Party in order to get your vote. Yeah. When are we going to wake up? Well, first of all, good morning, Phil. Good morning, Derek. And uh, it sounded like you had a really good thing. Uh, so did we, in fact. Uh, Derek, you're nodding your head too, I guess. Uh, I'm sure you had a had a wonderful uh, thing uh, getting together with family. That's and that's the thing, you know. Uh, I, I'm with Charo, uh, our dear departed friend from the uh, old Joshua's Trail. Say there's only three things that are important: God, family, and country. He was so right, and and he was prophetic. Uh, you know, I, I think of Charles. All Often uh, miss him terribly. Um, you know, think of 
Pastor Yoel uh, Milt thing that uh, would do the uh, the weekly gospel trail broadcast and that type of thing. I'm digressing here a little bit, but what what uh, what uh, was very true? Uh, family is important, and you know you can have your disagreements, but if you really truly love each other, uh, none of that none of that matters. Uh, as far as the uh, why these these these, these the, way, the way I look at it, Phil, and I can into this to this one word mark okay now there wasn't such a term back in the early 1800s or the mid 1800s when the demo uh, but uh, they have done a tremendously uh tremendously yeoman job of writing their history um if you look back in the books of andrew jackson who founded the modern quote-unquote modern democrats back in the you know back in the late 1820s, um, it's been one thing after another. The Democrat Party is a party of human sacrifice. But what they do is they have mastered the art of projection. It's just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a sight to behold. Because uh, what we have, uh, Phil, is that, uh, is that they have uh, been able to, to, uh, ref to, to, I guess, sanitize their, their position and as 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 recently, uh, I guess, is uh, 1932 with the uh, the uh, with the election of Franklin Roosevelt. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I believe with the uh, but the election of Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, uh, you know, they uh, they promised all kinds of goodies. I think is what uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh said. Is it's hard. To to, it's hard to go against Santa Claus, and yeah. they're promising more and more stuff. It's the same. What they're doing is they are projecting their own, their own, their own, uh, their own uh, prejudices, their own biases, onto the Republicans. How else could it explain that so many, uh, so many uh, Americans believe that it's the Democrats that freed the slaves and not the Republicans? Well. I'll tell you this, it is, um, in, in, in my looking back at history, looking back at how things go, uh, I've, I've watched this moment that we are approaching now uh, just, uh, just expand year yeah. by year by year because mm -hmm. people never seem to get tired of being uh, given favorite uh, treatment and, and, and that's all you can say about it because we have mm. we are uniquely constitutionally limited as a government as a former government and and people believe right. that because that protects us to have the freedom to do just about what anything that we want to without someone else's permission mm -hmm. basically and when you have that uh that freedom and that liberty you tend to take it for granted and if you are favored in a certain mm -hmm. area and it looks like that favoritism is jeopardized 
then you may not understand what you're doing. You're not hurting the opposition party. You're hurting mm -hmm. the whole country by taking the protections that the Constitution serves. And uh, so that is the, uh, you know, the yeah. thing when you talk about what, about what, what, uh, what is or what isn't a constitutional right. You bet you better have a very, very good way of pro projecting it out and making sure people understand that that is what mm -hmm. is said and what is meant by the Constitution, not this idea that uh, well, it's a broad field, and uh, you know you can have your own uh, or your own opinion, but you got to understand that that for it to protect one person, or for uh, or if it's going to protect one person, it should protect all, and that yeah. is where well, people are missing it. Well, you know uh, another thing, uh, and it just. When I, when I, when I was thinking of the, the, the word marketing and messaging going through my head there, uh, back in the back in the Roman days when people were starting to get uh, starting to get angry, get upset over the way things were were being run in in in, in Rome, that they would do that they that they came up with a brilliant idea. Let's build this gigantic stadium. We'll call it the Colosseum. What we'll do is we will have a month of games or whatever you want to call it. Um, and what they do, and then they would, they would hand out, you know, free food. So you had the term bread and circuses, which arose from the, the time of the Roman Empire. And that kept people pacified, kept their minds off what was really going on. And the closest thing I can equate that to, compare that to nowadays, is, is, the, is the football games that are played every, uh, every Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday during the fall. I hear people constantly saying, well, what are the Super Bowl odds? You know, what do you think the Lions will make the playoffs? Well, look at Patrick Mahomes. What a great, uh, what a great uh, uh, thing he's, what a, what a great quarterback he is and all. And they're losing sight of the fact that the social justice warriors, and we'll be right with you, Ed, hang on just one moment here. I'll, I'll finish this point here. The social justice warriors are out there and they've infested not just football, and basketball, but even baseball, and even hockey. Now the United, now the NHL has a diversity officer. <laughs> diversity <laughs> officer. Yeah. The National Hockey League? Are you kidding me? Hey Ed, good morning. Uh, yeah, I, I saw you have a, a comment about the about constitutional rights. Uh, good morning, sir. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did, thank you. And I wasn't being pushy, so you didn't have to say, "Hold on, Ed." <laughs> but I just, <laughs> you know, the conversation. The conversation about uh, rights and constitutional rights and special rights, to Phil's point, our constitutional rights are recognized as given to us by God. Any special rights then are given by man. And when we start walking away from the rights given by God and headed towards the special rights given by man, such as the government, well, the government giveth and the yes. government taketh away. Yes. Right. And, and and that's the bad part about it because what they do is is well, is, is, is do things like uh, bring out a, a issue right out of the election and 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 uh, and queer the whole election mm -hmm. and so 
uh, what you get is you get people that are always wanting to do what is best for them, but then they want to be uh, with the latest uh, where they are um, uh, enlightened or whatever. And then they want to uh, to to protect uh, certain other things for other people. They'll say things like, "Well, personally, I'm against this or I'm against mm -hmm. that, but I don't want to uh, interfere with somebody else's right to do this or that." And that that is, you know, that is really what you call walking down the <laughs> the center aisle and not taking a side. They want to be on both sides of the issue. You can't do that and have a free society because at some point, the government is gonna to wanna to make that decision. I know that uh, uh, Bruce wanted to say something. Well, not Otherwise, only that, doesn't I have something uh, to say? Yeah, well, yeah. well not, not, not only that, guys, but uh, you know, it's, uh, remember what Thomas Jefferson said, that any government big enough to give you everything you want is also big enough to take away everything you have. And this is Excellent. the thing with, uh, yeah. like Russell was talking about earlier, right? about, I related to, about, it's, it's hard to defeat Santa Claus and you can't take that, and you once you give this stuff to people, you start taking it away, they are gonna start raising a huge stink. It's just human nature, I guess, right? Well, yeah. what I'd like to point out is that, and I think it's often forgot, people, especially when we say these rights are, you know, you know, everybody can see these rights, you know, the uh, right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And yeah. then when you get to the basic human rights that are, are protected in the Constitution, these are rights that were developed in philosophical thought over over 100 years, much over 100 years mm -hmm. after the Reformation through philosophers like John Locke and, and uh, I forget the guy's mm -hmm. name, the the legal scholar Blackmore or something like that, I forget at the moment. But these guys had all built up this this cogent, structured case for liberty and rights of man based on Judeo-Biblical principles. All right? So now, when you all of a sudden start finding other rights that are not found in the Judeo-Christian um, um, tradition, such as abortion. You won't find that right in the Judeo-Christian abortion, in, uh, I'm sorry, no. um, um, tradition. You, you won't find abortion in the Bible, and yet they're finding that as a special right. Well, that, that makes it extra constitutional because the Constitution was derived from, essentially, Christian thought. Yeah, and the thing about it is, yeah. uh, they call it, they, uh, you, you hear people talking about, we've had abortion as a constitutional right for 40 years or 46 years or whatever. Well, but it wasn't. It was this. discovered you that it wasn't a right. That's the point. That when they say that, they're that totally wrong. No, it was a mistake for 40-some years. Yes, yes. Hey, I gotta go. yeah. I'll be listening. Talk to you later. That's exactly right. And that's why it's so important. Okay, thank you, Ed. Appreciate It's so important Have a great weekend, that buddy. we pointed out that that what we are about to lose in this country, and we may have already lost it, is the constitutional authority. 
because once you start playing tiddlywinks with the authority of a written document, who's going to defend it? Because once you start this nonsense that uh, defense yeah. of constitutional aspects of a of an uh, of an uh, 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 act, then you get people talking about that's the extreme position. The constitutional portion is an extreme position. In other words, if you yeah. are uh, not for uh, un Un unlimited abortion, it, 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 then you you're an extremist. I mean that is that is just way beyond the pale. But it's it's passed and it has worked and it has worked effectively because there that, are people that don't believe in in uh, and that. That's it. Oh boy, and that's. And that bill is a uh, goes right to what I've been saying about how successful the Democrats have been over the years at marketing and messaging to the point where they can turn it around to where we, who are trying to prevent the deaths of millions of tens of millions of unborn children, most of whom are black or were black, we are looked upon as the extremists. We yes. don't. We want women to die in uh, you know uh, back alley and all this type of stuff. When the year before Roe versus Wade was uh, was was decided, only thirty nine women died, and that's tragedy. But not nearly the uh, nowhere that number does not even approach the uh, the the deliberately made up figures by Dr. Bernard Nathanson, who by the way next years has done a complete one eighty and now is one hundred percent pro life. Hey, uh, Joe is in Wyandotte uh, listening to the broadcast. Good morning, Joe. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, same with you. Uh, I uh, uh, want to go back to what you were saying before Ed's call, and uh, mm-hmm. but also to add another Franklin quote yeah. about those who are willing to cede liberty for security are deserving of neither. Yeah, but Back to what you said, Bruce, about bread and circuses. It was then the politicians recognized that they could use that for distraction and deflection. In our modern era, in our current society of capitalism, although I hate to use that word, there were people who decided or determined they could use sports as entertainment as their own means of making money and in many cases getting rich themselves doing so. And normally we oppose the imposition of government and politicians onto private entities through regulation But these idiot companies, in the name of virtue signaling to the woke crowd, are voluntarily introducing what the politicians would want to impose on them. It's sheer madness. It is that. It is that. uh, uh, It's amazing. You have these diversity, equity, and inclusion. uh, But see, 
what uh, Tucker Carlson was talking about this uh, uh, ESG stuff on his broadcast last night, and he said that there's that there's actually going to be a move towards a what do they call it digital uh, banking currency or something like that. I'm not sure he's curious exactly what it's what it is, but you had uh, I guess the prime minister, the new prime minister of Britain, is crowing about it, and uh, you know, and 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 they're pushing it in this country where where the money is literally going to be. You know, if you don't tow the, uh, the the party line, they can zero you out financially. That's what exactly. they're going to do. Convert all your, all your environmental so they can have the control of your finances. Socialism, uh, gangsters, because it is all about more redistribution of wealth from the sucker class or the taxpayer class to the ruling elite class yet again. And I had I. I'm on 13 social media platforms. One of them is Retalk, which operates out of England. And we were having the discussion on that platform about the new prime minister basically having been installed a globalist world economic forum stooge. You notice how quickly they rushed yeah. out Liz Trust, who may have been a Reagan, Thatcher, or Trump type, and they weren't about to stand for that. And that's, of course, the trappings of the parliamentarian. Uh, no. You can get out a tyrant, but on a no-confidence vote, they can override the rule of the people in a heartbeat. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where we're headed here. <laughs> what, <what's laughs> Sadly, uh, I'm afraid you're right. Uh, uh, yeah. Phil, I was going to call you Ed and Bruce. <laughs> you <fell. laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah, that's well, okay. The, 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 but the 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 uh, that's what happened in in uh, all of the eastern countries, you know they they floated around with uh, with uh, republics and stuff. France, Germany, uh, uh, you know they 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 floated around with it, but they found out that the best way to control it was democracy, <laughs> you know, and and, yeah. uh, and 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 that's what they went to. With the parliamentary system, we go to all of the eastern, uh, all of the countries in in Europe. That's where they are, and it's where we're heading. And this is especially uh, if if they can uh, get get yeah. the Supreme Court packed. That if that'll be the next thing because they, all of the rulings have come down that uh, this was uh, to protect the uh, the rights of one particular group or another. And that, and they'll pass them more and more and more, in order to get, uh, get full control of the of the uh, of democracy thing in America. And, and yeah, I know Joe, we're coming to the break. So one last oh, quick oh. thing, because it's important and it's a bit of an aside. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm kind of changing the topic here, but we're talking about government systems, power and control. We must okay. get. Herschel Walker elected in Georgia. It is important, people. The Senate rules are much, much different under power sharing of 50-50 split. Yeah, yes. Camilla Harris breaks ties of yeah. final votes. 
She doesn't sway everything to the Democrats. There's a big difference in committee rules and subpoena powers and all the like. We must, must, must keep a 50-50 split. Not let the Democrats have a 51-49 and complete control of the Senate. They can do a lot of damage with just that one body, like you alluded to, like packing the Supreme Court and all those things. Eliminating yep. the filibuster. All right, love you, brothers. Take care. God bless. Okay, I'll add a comment after the, after the break. Joe. Listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734 822 1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Latterly Speaking Uncensored. Abortion by any name is killing, and abortionists by any name are de facto murderers. On January 22, 1973, the United States Supreme Court issued an unconstitutional ruling on abortion known as Roe v. Wade, which legalized human baby killing and by default made abortionists de facto murderers. Without delay, the ruling capitalized human baby killing into a lucrative business known as Planned Parenthood and the evil enterprise of harvesting aborted baby parts for sale and profit. It is estimated that since 1973, over 60 million babies have been killed by abortion, with the majority being black. Such mass killings of black babies glorifies the murderous ideology of Margaret Singer, the feminazi icon of Planned Parenthood, who called black people human weeds. On June 24, 2022, the United States Supreme Court corrected its unconstitutional 1973 landmark ruling by reconstituting to individual states the jurisdiction of legalizing abortions. However, Planned Parenthood, in order to preserve their extreme baby killer status, conspired with their abortionist comrades and the neo-communist Democrat Party using treacherous efforts to nullify the Supreme Court ruling by placing the resurrection of abortion on the November 8, 2022 nationwide election ballots and used electrical fabricated propaganda to deceive voters into voting to codify abortions as federal law under the pretext of women's health. If abortion forces succeed on November 8, the baby-killing fields will be re-fertilized, and millions of innocent babies, mostly black, will again be slaughtered. Pro-life people who believe in the integrity of constitutional laws and the United States as a republic, not a fascist dictatorial democracy, must not allow baby-killers and murderers to sanitize their atrocities by portraying abortion as family planning, or a woman's right to choose and justify abortion as an exclusive contract between a woman and a doctor, 
or a matter of reproductive rights. The outcry for reproductive rights is idiotic because how can a woman reproduce a baby she produced if it's aborted? To expose the horrors of abortion, truth must be expedited and saturated into conscious, indisputable reality that abortion is choose to kill innocent babies and pro-life people choose to save innocent babies by providing them a chance to live. In the Bible, Ephesians 6.12 outline and reveal the forces of evil congregated against life and contrary to planned to parenthood false narratives, abortions are not always harmless, rare, or safe. Therefore, if life has value, people who value life must vote no against baby exterminations, which are crimes against humanity, knowing that the fight for life is right, it's not extreme or a vice. Because abortion by any name is killing, and abortionists by any name are de facto murderers. I am milked, logically speaking, uncensored saying, Think about it. And, and we are back. And uh, this is the reason why I want people to understand the, the, the depth of what has been done here in this country and the, the closeness we are to falling over the edge of idiotic, idiotic behavior in this country. What I mean by that is, did Herschel Walker pay this lady money to have that abortion? You see, and he, he doesn't want to say anything about it one way or another. But there's something wrong here. She's got a receipt that says he paid for the abortion. How much did she get for him to, to agree to pay? How much money was exchanged for that? Yeah. I believe it's because Herschel Walker, he, 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 uh, he won't admit to it. He won't admit to the fact that, that, uh, that, that uh, he, he uh, paid for an abortion. He keeps saying that, um, you know, he didn't know or whatever. But I believe that he paid her maybe fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. Who knows? To keep quiet. What did she do? She turns around and says, "Oh, you know what? He paid for my abortion." Well, what uh, what happened to the agreement? The agreement was was made over a, a, a non-person entity. The, all of the rights went to this lady. Nobody in this thing has any rights but her. She got the right to exterminate yeah. the life of this baby. She's got the right to uh, to 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 tear down <coughs> Hershey Walker's, uh, uh, you know, his his image as as a as a as a decent person, because he takes all of the guilt for the abortion that he couldn't control one way or another. And the young lady gets away scot-free by saying that Herschel Walker took advantage of her. 
So what I'm saying to you is that this is what you get when you pass out special rights. When when one person has the advantage in the courts that are supposed to be non-biased, this is what happens. This is going to happen over and over and over and over again until we figure out some kind of way for the government to have their proper role in this. Their proper role in this is not to extinguish another life. They should be trying to protect it. And here we go with, with Chuck Schumer coming out and dancing on the grave of of uh, of uh, any kind of protection for those those babies in the womb, yeah. he says that that we're not producing enough babies in this country, so we want to open up the doors and let all these illegals in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know. and 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 the most vocal. The most vocal group in this country, black females, uh -huh. are silent. They didn't have a word to say. And, yep. and, and the Democrats are the ones that have said that there was too many black people in this country and they needed to get rid of some of them. That's what they brought abortion into this country for in the first yep. place. Yet still, where where is uh, this uh, 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 Cory Booker and all of these women that are always talking about their right to extinguish the life in the womb because it's their body? But they don't have a thing to say about Chuck Schumer making that statement that he wants to continue to exterminate black people in this country until they're extinct. Now, you can't take it yeah, no other yeah. way. Well, I touched on that in my book, you know, uh, the uh, the uh, Negro Project, Margaret Sanger's diabolical, duplicitous, dangerous, disastrous, and deadly plan for black America. I looked at the immigration uh, question, and I think it tied in with the abortion question. Uh, all, this, all this, we're going to replace these unborn children with unskilled, uh, uninformed, Ignorant foreigners who have no idea, not only do they not have a visible means of support, Phil, not only are they going to be a, a burden on the government and the taxpayer by extension, uh, or ultimately the taxpayer, uh, by, you know, by going on the dole, by uh, having to have, having to be, you know, the taxpayer uh, cover all these, all these uh, benefits that uh, these people are going to get, you know, free health care, free housing, uh, uh, free uh, English lessons and, and that type of thing so they can learn how to communicate, uh, this type of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and but it doesn't do anything to increase the native born population in this country. Not when you're, not if you're uh, stuffing out the lives of nearly a million born children every year. But it does everything to escalate. It's escalating the extinction, right? It's escalating that extinction. Exactly. And we act as if, in this black community, act as if there is nothing wrong with it. They are the ones that signed on with the Democrat Party. 
they are the ones that signed on with the Democrat Party that said mm -hmm. that they they, they yeah. used the, the rope, the gun, the, the, the knife, and, and anything to control the population of black people. This is what Ben Tillman said. Mm -hmm. He said, by the knife, by the gun, by the sword, well, by the rope. They did it all to control the numbers, and they still couldn't control them. So what did they do? They made them yeah, control themselves by saying to them, abortion uh, yeah. is, 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 is given to you so you can make your uh, 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 chances at uh, being successful in this country higher by exterminating your own babies. And that's right. what well, that's, Planned Parenthood yeah. was all about. Well, that that's the big lie. That's the big lie that has been, that they're, they're attacking us for, for daring to question the outcome of the 2020 election. You are election deniers. You're, you're, you're feeling into the lie and all this, all this kind of nonsense. When all we're trying to do is get to the bottom of this stuff. Why all these voting machines in, in Maricopa County go on uh, the day before the election and all of a sudden they develop all these malfunctions, you know, toner issues and that, and that type of thing. And the thing is, you know, they, the, the, the big lie about this is what you just stated, Phil, that, that, the, uh, that the, uh, the, the Democrats and the, and, and the, the other baby killers, uh, the other pro-abortion uh, uh, fanatics out there, they were putting it, just like Margaret Sanger, she was pro-sterilization, okay, even though right. she was publicly opposed to abortion, that type of thing. But this is what they, what Planned Parenthood used as a springboard to get to legalized abortion for 49 plus years. And that if you don't believe you it. You have it all. If, 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 if you would simply kill your offspring before they're born, you could have financial security. You could have yes. family, familial stability. You could have better health for, for millions upon millions of people. And it was all a lie. Johnny right. Hunter pointed that out when he was, when he was, giving that powerful speech on the steps of the Capitol building or the Supreme Court on Columbus Day of 1999. He pointed out, we bought into the lie. We, we swallowed a hook, line, and sinker in order to, uh, to, to better the lives of black families. The welfare state, uh, the welfare reform in 1965 required that the husband be kicked out of the black home and the government would take his place. The father's been replaced by the uncle. That uncle is Uncle Sam. Right. And they uh, they want to tell you that uh, that all of the problems in this country stem from racism, and that racism comes from the side of the the right, the Republicans. No, it comes from the whole idea that you can use people to control them by giving them what they think they want. That is. We're going to give you uh, everything that the government can do to, to, to help you. And then, and then you find out that the government is really helping themselves. Because look at, look at how many That's times, right. look how many times black voters have pulled the Democrats' fire, uh, chestnuts out of the fire. And, uh, and what do they do? They keep telling, they keep selling them on this uh -huh. idea that, that exterminating your babies is going to get you what you want. And this is where we are by the, right. by, by the turn of the century coming up. Uh, we will be past the uh, yeah. 
a t point of return. There won't be any recovery of black uh, people in this country. Well, unless, Phil, unless a new baby boom lasting two generations, like I pointed out in the book earlier, uh, takes place, especially among the black community and the birth rate among, among Americans, the native born birth rate increases to three, four, or even five live births per family, per female. Uh, there is, there's no way we're going to reverse this uh, spiral. And it's, and it's more, it's, it's just like every other negative aspect of, of society. This is affecting the black community the hardest. Yeah. And with that, we are going to go to the Edwards Notebook. And Derek, if you please. I want everyone to know that for the record, this page from the Edwards Notebook is not in any way anti-Semitic. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Average Notebook are certain powerful people either too sensitive or just bullies. Recently, I was watching I-24, an Israeli-based news and talk show network, and this particular evening, they were railing against the alleged anti-Semitic attitudes of both NBA star Kyrie Irving and Ye. The presenter was unrelenting in his advocacy for teaching Kyrie Irving and Ye a big lesson. I find it both hypocritical and proof that some people think much too highly of themselves. <laughs> they are hell-bent out of shape because Ye dared to speak about how the secular Jewish overlords in the music industry required that black rappers, both men and women, use foul, vulgar language, which has been proven to be very harmful to the young, impressionable listeners. Kyrie has been catching heat for tweeting a poster of a certain movie funded by Jeff Bezos. Yet, the certain cabal of secular Jews said nothing to or about those who produced the movie in the first place, but are hell-bent on destroying Mr. Irving. The same cabal bullies seek to destroy Ye for pointing out the obvious concerning rap music. In other words, it's okay for blacks to be denigrated per orders, but don't you dare point out who coerced rappers to go dirty in the first place. Hmm. I'm Ron Edwards. And we're back. And um, so when we get going, speaking of, uh, of uh, dirty language, what could be mm -hmm. more dirty in today's climate than racist language? Yeah. Well, how about... Um, uh, I, I've been meaning to, to, to get this out, but I don't have them, the quotes particularly well. But what I brought up, Pitchfork Ben Tillman earlier, yeah. mm -hmm. but uh, Pitchfork Ben was talking about uh, things that came out of the Black Codes when, uh, when, when, when slavery was over, Black Codes were the, uh, the law. How how white people dealt with black people. It was to keep keep them enslaved. So coming out of that, they put in Jim Crow laws. Black people had to vote for those laws to get it passed. And those laws said things like, uh, you know, black people had to be you know separate but equal. You know, and and they they went for that. They bought they bought into that. But they were just uh, expansions of the black codes. The black code said things like all people of color will be off the streets at eight o'clock or 
they had to uh, uh, address the white person that they were supposed to be working for. So they, they, they were given opportunities, their jobs that working for the people that ran the plantation that they ran, lived on under the black code. They said things like, all people of color will uh, address the owner of the plantation as master. They will be master. called servants. Now they're supposed, this is after slavery. They, they, then they abandoned those laws. And those, those things mm -hmm. of people of color were what were the words that were used in the black codes. People of color will do this. People of color will do that or not do that. And now we go around talking about they need to take Abraham Lincoln out of uh, the public square and tear his, his statue down because he, they say that uh, he was the, 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 the problem. And now we see 200 years later, we're running around calling ourselves people of color. But just do one thing, get in the, the, uh, the dictionary or go on the internet. Go on the internet and look up the black codes. And look up Jim Crow law while you're there and find out who did it, who put it in. And keep Joe Biden talking too. about Joe, uh, Joe Biden talking about uh, Jim Crow 2.0. <laughs> you understand? It was the Democrats that did these things. But they are the ones that put in this term people of color. And here we are running around talking about people of color mm -hmm. were beaten at, at the border because uh, the Border Patrol didn't have nothing better to do than go down there and beat somebody. This is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing that, yes. that, that, that the Democrats and Joe Biden have been able to, to push over on, 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 uh, on the black populace in this country. And I'm just about sick and tired of it. And, 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 uh, and, and, uh, and I hope some of you will get out and take a look at these, these, uh, these articles and these black codes and these Jim Crow laws. And, and then find out who put it in there because your schools will not tell you. They're too busy putting, uh, uh, what do they call them, transsexuals yep. in the schools telling you that that should, that you should, you should be, uh, have, pay attention to what they tell you about mm -hmm. what, how you deal with your children. This is insane. Yep. And we better wake up before it, it, and I think it is already too late. Well, Phil, let's not also forget when they're looking up the black codes and that. Look up Ben Tillman. Okay, find out what kind of a person he was and how Ben Tillman stated that the Democrat Party is the party of white supremacy. Exactly right. The party exactly. of black supremacy. Well, folks, before we close, I just want to uh, remind everyone again that our final meeting of the Tri-County Liberty Coalition will be taking place today at Noni's Grill out in Troy at 3364 Rochester Road. And after that, uh, we will be uh, shutting down the organization. Uh, we had a great 14-year run, in my estimation, 
we were uh, we were around for the tea party and, and also for MAGA. So that was uh, a couple of really good pluses that we had, and uh, we had some great, great, uh, great folks, some great members, uh, some who are no longer with us, um, and we mourn their loss. Uh, if you'd like to get together for uh, breakfast and some fellowship at the uh, at the uh, at the uh, at the get yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's 11 o'clock and goes to 1 p.m. Yeah. So thanks again, everybody, for everything you've done for us and the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. I thank you, Phil, for being a part of this. And uh, we'll continue on with the broadcast. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week, folks. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.